You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. And the word is entitled, Among the Lampstands. Among the Lampstands. And we're going to look at Revelation chapter 1, verse 9 to 18. Before we go into the word, let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Yahweh, the Father of our Master and Savior, Yeshua, the Messiah. I come before you recognizing that you are the great I Am, He who was and is and is to come. And as we look at your word today, a word that will bring comfort and hope to those who are troubled on every side, who are persecuted and perplexed, that it will strengthen them knowing that you are always with your church, your bride, until the end. The vision that you gave John on the Isle of Patmos was passed down to us today, keeping our hope and faith alive in you. So as we look at your word today, bless us, I pray. Keep us ever faithful. In your son's name we thanksgiving. Amen. I, John, both your brother and companion, in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Yeshua Hamashiach was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of Yahweh and for the testimony of Yeshua the Messiah. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see write in a book and send it to the seven churches, which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment downed to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun, shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Here we recognize that the lampstands form a very critical and crucial point in this particular scripture that I just read. You see, John was on the Isle of Patmos, an old man. Yahweh didn't leave him comfortless. Yahweh gave him a vision, showing him that he was ever present with the church and he will always be with the church even unto the end of the world. Brothers and sisters, sometimes your situation may seem dismal, may seem hopeless, dark, dire. You may seem miserable in your trials and tribulations. But one of these days, Yeshua is going to give you a dream. 
He gives us dreams and visions and comforts us while we are going through our difficult times to let us know that He is with us. And when John saw Yeshua, the Son of the Most High, walking in the midst of the lampstands, it gave him hope and zeal, knowing that His Savior, the living Son of the Most High, who conquered death and the grave, is always there listening and comforting His church. Would you say praise the name of the Most High? Likewise, the psalmist David in Psalms 73, when he saw how the wicked was flourishing before him and they, they seemed to have amassed all this wealth and turning their backs on the Most High, the Creator of heaven and earth, this injustice in the land troubled David greatly. And David said in the 73rd division of the Psalms, When I thought how to understand this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of Yahweh, then I understood the end. You see, the wicked will fall. The wicked will not always triumph or be successful. Now, if you look around in this little nation, this little island nation that we are living in, you will see all of the wicked have been falling one by one like a deck of cards. Brothers and sisters, Yahweh will take down the wicked. The wicked will be cut down in his strength. The wicked will seem to be flourishing today. But look out and look at the wicked falling all around you. Now John the Revelator, centuries later the aged apostle, feeble and old, about 90 years old, found himself on a rocky prison island because of his faithful witness. In his distress, he got the news that the churches under his care were suffering. Yet at that critical moment, he was given a vision of the resurrected Messiah in the heavenly sanctuary. Here, as with the psalmist, the Most High revealed to John some mysteries of this life and the struggles it brings. This sanctuary scene provided him with the assurance of Messiah's presence and care, an assurance that John was to pass on to these churches and to the succeeding generations of Christians throughout the centuries until the end of this world's history. My brothers and sisters, let me reiterate again to you. You may be going through hell on earth, but don't give up. If you catch hell, don't hold it. And if you're going through hell, don't stop. The wicked may laugh and mock you while you are serving the Most High. Yes, they may have the most expensive cars driving, wear the latest clothes, have the best jobs, have the most money, their children get to the best school, they have no problems in the pandemics. They have no problems with the lockdowns. They don't care if, if, if there's a disaster because they have money and they can buy possession. They can buy what they want. Brothers and sisters, Yahweh is there and he's watching on. He's watching on and in your darkest hour, he will shine the light through into your soul from the sun of righteousness. Do not give up. Do not allow the wickedness of men all around you to lose your focus. Remain steadfast and resolute in the Most High. John was given this vision of the Messiah in the midst of the lampstands, comforting his people even down to the ages today, that we may know that Yeshua, who have said, Lo, I am with you always unto the end of the world, that he is with us because he means what he says, and he says what he means. Yahweh is love, I believe that, and I know that you believe that. 
He has a care for the creatures he has formed, like as a father pitied his children. So the Most High pities them that fear him. Oh yes, behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of Yahweh. What a precious privilege is this, wouldn't you say that? That is a precious privilege that we may be the sons and daughters of the Most High, heirs of Yahweh and joint heirs with Yeshua the Messiah. Well then, my brother and my sister all over the world, in Africa, oh yes, in India, in the Bahamas, in the Netherlands, in the Virgin Islands, in the United States of America, in Canada, wherever you are listening to me, then let us not mourn and grieve because in this life, we are not free from disappointment and afflictions. You will be attacked. As a matter of fact, because you serve the Most High God, you read His scriptures and you seek to obey Him, the devil and the whole host of darkness will be after you. Brothers and sisters, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. But have no fear, for Yeshua has conquered death and the grave. And though we may go to the gallows, or though we may be cast into prison, or beheaded for the gospel, we shall gain our life on that day when Yeshua shall burst the sky and bring a reward with him for his saints. Would you say amen? So let us not mourn. Let us rejoice in everything, for the scripture says, Beloved, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of Yahweh concerning you and me. Now if in the providence of Yahweh we are called upon to endure trials, and we will, and we have been enduring trials, we shall never escape it. Then brother and sister, let us accept the cross and drink from the bitter cup, remembering that it is a Father's hand that holds it to our lips. Let us trust him in the darkness as well as in the day. Can we not believe that he will give us everything that is for our good? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Even in the night of affliction, how can we refuse to lift heart and voice in grateful praise when we remember the love to us expressed by the cross of Calvary? Saints of the Most High, friends, those of you who are pondering if to give your lives to the Most High, to His Son Yeshua, the Messiah, Yahweh did not spare His own Son the agony of the cross, but He went to the cross for you and me. And if He was there with His Son on the cross of Calvary, if his son was not spared the agony of the cross, but endured the shame and endured the suffering and died and was risen by his father and he sat down on the right hand of majesty. Likewise, our little suffering is but for a short while. For Paul said that when he looked at the things that are set down before him, the little struggles that he's going through, I'm paraphrasing here, the little struggles that he's going through on earth cannot compare to that which is in store for him, a crown of life. So brothers and sisters, let us hold fast to our profession. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at us. We know that we are victorious and the time will come when Yahweh shall stand up for us and he will say, it is enough. It is enough. 
So when we really believe that Yahweh loves us, that means to do us good, we shall not worry. We will stop our worrying about the future. We would not care what the future brings. We will trust in Yahweh as a child, trust in our loving parent. Then our troubles and torments will disappear, for our will is swallowed up in the will of Yahweh. Yeshua has given us no promise. He didn't promise us a, a bed of roses. Oh no, he didn't promise us help in bearing today the burdens of tomorrow. He has said, my grace is sufficient for thee in 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 9. But like the manna given in the wilderness, daily the manna fell from heaven. His grace is bestowed daily for the day's need. Like the host of Israel in their pilgrim life, we may find morning by morning the bread of heaven for the day's supply. The fresh outpouring of Yahweh's grace is sufficient to take us into today each day a new refreshing for today's grace is not sufficient for tomorrow for each day has its own trials and each day needs its own outpouring of Yahweh's Holy Spirit would you say praise the name of the Most High as I come to the close of this very wonderful topic on the lampstands one day alone is ours and during this day we are to live for Yahweh for this one day we are to place in the hand of Yeshua, in solemn service, all our purposes and plans, casting all our cares upon him, for he careth for us. And when you are going through your trials on earth, and it seems as if you are all alone, remember the vision that John had when he saw the Son of the Most High, Yeshua, the Messiah, between the lampstands, for he is the light of the church. He is there to guide the church through this dark and dismal and dispirited world, Yeshua is there, shining light upon his church. And we in turn are to bring this light to the world and appoint them to a savior who is soon coming back, that they also may be saved in his eternal kingdom. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. A sure word that you have given us that you are with us even unto the end of the world. The vision that John saw with you, Yeshua, the Messiah, walking in the midst of the seven lampstands, the candlesticks, the light of the church. You represent the light and you are always present with us and will always be with us. So Father, I thank you for this word today that someone who is going through a rough time on earth and seems dismal and filled with gloom and disappointment and hardship that they would remember the vision that you gave John on the Isle of Patmos who was banished on an island in his old age to die but you comforted him and you gave him the vision to give to the church that you are with us oh father in heaven we thank you for this hope with this blessed hope in your son Yeshua keep us ever faithful I pray that those who are out there in the valley of decision that they would recognize you are coming soon and you didn't promise us a bed of roses and that life would be easy but the assuring word that you have given us is that you will be with us even unto the end of the world so help us I pray to remain faithful 
to remain faithful and steadfast and resolute in keeping your commandments is my prayer in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.